July 26, 1978. You didn't say Garfield by Jim Davis for. I have never said that, and I don't know why you say it. Because it's important. The no, words it's... are on the screen, so you have to read them out. Well, no, because there's so many other words on that. There's Go Comics. Okay, Go Comics. No, no, don't comics. read them all now. Best off shop. Search your favourite uh... comics. Sign in free trial. This website uses cookies to ensure you get the best This is malevolent compliance. More info. Got it. Overview comics about Meet Garfield's collection. Stress. Garfield by Jim Davis for July 26th. 1978. Squirt. Chunk, 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 chunk. Garfield, you should really learn to control your temper. I've never once said Garfield by Jim Davis for. And every time you say it, I'm like, why are you doing this? Because it's important. But it's it's important that everyone knows what comic strip is being talked about. It's cleaner if you just say the date. But it's it's important to announce Garfield. It's... Right. If there was a body snatcher type scenario and you just like tumbled out of a It's cocoon, really important that we let everyone know who we are and what we're talking about. Oh no. <laughs> oh. What are we like two minutes in and I've already managed to annoy you? <laughs> the thing is, like every oh, time. Oh, we're not even two minutes in. That's every, one minute mark. Every time you say Garfield by Jim Davis, I get a little bit like this is inconsistent. Yeah. It's tidier if it's just the date because then it's announcing something. It's just the date, the content. But Garfield by Jim Davis for July 26, 1970. No, that's... No, no. Yes, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is good to me. (laughs) It's... How are you this morning? Worse. (laughs) Just with every passing second. How are you this morning? I'm not doing too badly, actually. All of my stitches are working nicely. (laughs) Good. Yeah, they're, they're they're doing themselves up. Yep. Which is good. This is... My skin zips. This is news from Sally the doll from Importance of Being Earnest. Nightmare what? Before Christmas. Was she called oh, Sally? I don't think so. I don't know. She We're going to get a lot of goths Sally. correcting us. Hello, my personality is the Nightmare Before Christmas. Stay away from me. Wow. It's a film I like. I like it. Just don't... It is a good film, but it's a bit... Yeah, there are some people who base their entire personalities around that. Yeah, imagine doing something like sitting down for an hour each week and talking unbroken about a particular piece of commercial corporate media. Yes, who would do such an insane thing? Hello and welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. It's the podcast that dares to ask, what if a cat was a bit naughty? Does it though? Do we ask that question? Well, I've just asked it. I'm not sure we do. Do we? No. Well, we did ask what if a cat do a dog do. What if a cat do a dog do then? We did ask that and we... Got nowhere. <laughs> um, no, we don't tend to get anywhere with these, really. It's nice. Though, we do. Isn't we it? review Garfield. Do we? Yeah, that's what oh, we do. No. Oh, oh just, did you do the thing where you touch it? I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Spend just, ages cleaning the glasses, yeah, and thank then you for the letting me know that I'm cleaning the glasses. Yeah. Not just me yeah, going, yeah. Oh, and you saying, "Did you just touch it?" Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Horrible. Uh, as listeners you can hear, you spend I'm... loads of time doing it, and then a thumbprint. Mm. Ugh. Uh, so, welcome in new listeners. We've had a, a huge influx of new listeners since Have Princess we? Anne tweeted about enjoying this podcast. She dead? Yes. Is she? No. Is she? Which, one, she's, she's, which one's dead? She's one of the lit. Diana. Yeah, quite, I know quite famously. Dead. Who else? Uh, Philip. Philip's dead. Yeah. Uh, which George was the other the one? Sixth. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Who George was the, the one? The Queen Mother's dead. Yeah. I remember when she died. That was some... Um, uh, I had a free afternoon um, from sixth form, mm. and I was sitting at home just watching BBC News. 
Oh, no, I was flicking between the music channels actually on Sky. Yesterday. You had Sky as a kid. Yeah, we had Sky. And as a you kid. dare say that owning one of those put two pennies in, turn a thing round, and get a tiny little Cadbury's chocolate bar is a rich person's toy. For the vast majority of my childhood, Sky. my childhood, we had Sky, but we weren't supposed to have Sky. Um, oh, just yeah. a, a pipe <laughs> from a, a neighbour. Chipped box. Um, statute of limitations and all that. Um, but yeah, no, we genuinely had Sky, yeah. Because wow. dad, dad wanted it for the sports. Wow! I no, never, never want. This is a bit like that mm. um, thing of oh, poor people today got a flat flat television. It's like no, actually, it was pretty affordable back then. It like the thing with that is you try buying a television that's not flat screen. That's exactly. Just how exactly. Made. Flat screen it's, TV it's ridiculous. Is not a thing. Exactly. Of course. It's just all oh, oh, poor people they can afford mobile phones, can't they? Yeah, it's literally the only way to talk to people. It's literally the only way to apply to jobs. You have to be on the internet. You have to be able to like you you literally cannot talk to HMRC except by the internet these days. These days. Yeah. It annoys me because, you know, people talk about, oh well, there's other ways to do it. No, they're not. Everything should be affordable. Everything should be affordable. And yet it is not. And yet it is not. But you know what is affordable? Garfield. And I, in a way, I wonder what the like. To What's buy the stock the, price of Garfield? I was going to say, if you wanted to buy Garfield, oh, the IP, the IP. Oh, it'd be billions, surely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, isn't it like Time Warner or one of those big would, companies that would owns this it? be under the who owns Garfield? Pause Inc. I believe. Is that like a limited company that is you that's, know in well, and of itself that's Garfield? Jim Davis's thing, or at least it used to be. Can you look it up? I'm going to look it up on my phone. I really want to know. This counts as research. Yeah, I know, but I'm genuinely interested. Uh, So, uh, while Catherine If I Google, right, before we do that, if I Google who owns Garfield, am I going to get a real answer or am I going to get John Arbuckle? (laughs) (laughs) Right, place your bets now. Who owns Garfield? Pause Inc. Nice. Paramount Media and Nickelodeon. Uh, Yeah, Paramount, there you go. So, as you may and have... And also Jim, John Arbuckle. John Arbuckle. Yeah. As you may have gleaned from this, this is a Garfield review podcast. Oh, Viacom. Where me Huge and news. her review this. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unedited podcast because, like, frankly, it's, it's, it's enough work sitting and talking to you for an hour. Oh. The idea... <laughs> oh, my God. The That's idea so rude. of listening back to this and taking out every um, ah, ooh, and digression where we start talking about my little brother finding a plastic bag inside a sausage. That's incredibly rude. (laughs) Was it a whole plastic bag? I I think it was like... A bit, bit of plastic bag. Not like because a, there'd be more plastic bag than sausage in that case. In just we, a giant in, swollen yeah, in, sausage. And in, the, in those circumstances, the question becomes, why did your brother take a bite out of a blue plastic bag which had some meat attached to it? No, it was so... My li- oh, Christ, this is a digression we don't need. What, my father used to go to car auctions and oh, buy... he's such a wheeler dealer. Yes, probably because of undiagnosed ADHD. Yeah, he's always yeah. been self-employed. He's always done different things. Exactly the same as my dad. And he's jumped from... Who has ADHD and autism, yeah. And my father would go to car auctions, buy a second-hand car, drive it about for a bit and then sell it. And that was just the thing. And there was a cafe at this particular auction that did nice sausage sandwiches. Was it like a greasy spoon type? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the Savoy. Oh, I love a greasy spoon. And so my father, one day, was like, oh, these sausages... On an industrial estate. A greasy spoon cafe on an industrial estate. These sausages were pleasant. Uh, Can I buy a bag of frozen car auction sausages, please? And they were like, yeah, of course you can. 
And so that became the go-to sausage of uh, my family. Um, and then many, many, many years later, within the last seven years, what are you looking at? Have you had your pill yet? Yes. Oh, God damn it. Uh, seven or like se- within the last seven years, my little brother went to see my parents and they had a sausage sandwich. My brother took a bite. And you know the unpleasant sensation of something being unusually either hard and you think, oh, have I chipped too? Yeah. Or just the mm-hmm. wrong. Some an, sort of. There's an unexpected sensation. Something in, in the, the sausage area. that should not be there. Yeah. Yes. And it was particularly firm. And my brother pulled out from his mouth an, a good portion of a newsagent plastic carrier bag. If you're if you're British, you'll know these the thick blue plastic bags that are very much newsagent corner shop specific. Mm. And that must have <laughs> somehow got into the sausage mechanism and became entwined with sausage meat and encased with sausage casing and became a sausage, which then found its way into my little brother's mouth. When my brother took umbrage at this, he was met with something along the lines of, well, this is only the first, there's a fox on the shed and now oh. it's in Brenda's garden. Oh, a fox. Um, oh. He was met with, that's it's only happened once. Why are you making so much fuss? Why are boomer parents like this? It's a particular kind, a particular brand of boomer parent that is just like no attention span. Definitely ADHD. It's lead paint. It? Yeah, it's, it's, it's lead, lead paint. Lead paint and undiagnosed yeah. underlying neurological conditions. Yeah, like my my dad. This is probably why we get on so well because you know one of the many reasons. Like my my father was exactly the same. He had constant weird jobs. He had owned his own business for years and years, importing tropical fish bizarrely and selling them on. Smuggling he, them in. Oh, he's moved moved from this, that, and the other, and yeah, and so for me, I've always sought office jobs with salaries <laughs> because I don't want the. Um, instability of of that. I think that's a real shame because I, I genuinely think if you didn't have that fear, you'd have you'd made good headway into like art and oh yeah, absolutely being a, being a quirky if, art doer. If I'd not been raised like upper working class, lower middle class, and and I was the first person to go to university ever I, in my family. Okay, yeah. I oh, know. I meant like ever. Uh-huh, no, <laughs> in my in my in my close family, yeah. Um, like, and it was like a big thing when my uncle went. My youngest uncle. Um, I mean, did you go to university before your uncle? No, I'm saying it's like he he um, went to university in the 80s because he was. What do you consider close family? Is an uncle not a family? No, I mean like immediate family. You know, like nuclear family. So you family. and your mum, dad, and brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so he, um, yeah, so okay, right. Not not the first person in that sense, but it was like it was a bit considered a bit weird. Right. Um, yeah, and. So my, my my oldest uncle was he went straight into the army. Um, my next uncle was going to be your uncle. Uh, yes, he was going to be. Uh, he wanted to go to drama college, but there were no scholarships, and obviously, like, couldn't afford it. Um, and then my mum went and did teacher training, and then obviously, you're like, well, say so obviously, but she um, uh, became a housewife when I was born. Um, and then yeah, my youngest uncle on that side of the family. The energy's dropping, I feel, as you run through your yeah, family no, tree. Just, the no, energy, I'm just thinking. The, the yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just, just thinking. Anyway, what were we g- talking g- about? Gussy it up. Like no, no. People, the, people get the lows with the highs with this podcast. Fair enough. Uh, the reason jobs, Catherine- yeah, no, anyway, so so if, if you're bought, brought up wealthy or with like the stability of knowing that, you know, you're not going to fall into an abyss, then you take these risks. But I didn't. And we fell into abysses. We lost our house on several occasions, that kind of stuff. So when you grow up, all you want is like 
a strong salary and it makes you terrified about spending money. So anyone who's listening to this who sort of knows those the circumstances or knows what it's like to grow up poor, you'll know about like how that that weird combination of like you might as well spend it because it's going to be gone, but you can't spend it because you don't know when you'll need it, and you end up like trapped in this kind uh, of like, just buy cognitive a hat. dissonance. You can't take it with you. But then, hat. but then you'll need it. Well, then you've got a hat. Yeah, but but then you'll need it for something like like you know the car breaks down or uh, there's a bill you'll, or you'll you know. Out. No, no, no. Then you lose houses. That's how. That's how that happens. Nah. Then you end up homeless, which is what happened to us. That, that's no, no, horrible, ghastly. So there, and is, there will be people listening to this who'll know exactly what I mean. And then there'll be people who've been through the same thing and and done things differently because there are other ways in this world. Um, maybe you maybe. I mean, that's, this is yeah. There there are, but um. This is this is not uncommon. No, you're very common. <laughs> I feel like I lost a lot of the audience with that one. So I think a cat just did a poop, and it's now come all the way over here. Nice. The In reason, the litter box. The reason Catherine asked if I'd taken my pills is because there were no clown noses on the arm of yes. the microphone. <laughs> and I am currently tracking my ADHD medication daily dose intake by the number of clown noses that are on the arm of my microphone. Uh, annoyingly, this is working really well. I take my first dose, I put a clown nose on the arm of the microphone. Later in the day, at around one in the afternoon, if there is no second nose on the arm, I know I've not taken my second dose. When in the evening I need to take my third dose, I remove both noses and take my third dose. I think because it's because it's genuinely foolish, but also tactile and a little bit absurd mm. it's really helpful mm. it's real i'm just mm. gonna call adhd my clown disease because too many clowns get in a car that's what happens isn't out. it yeah there's too many clowns in your clown Did car we have this exact conversation last time i don't think so but we have sure? talked about clown cars before we've talked about i i because i've got the feeling that me saying you go to th- you go to put out a fire but your bucket's full of confetti i'm sure i've said this sitting with a microphone between us in front of a Garfield comic and God. Probably. Is this but bad content? Yes, of course it is. Is it? Yeah. I, oh. I'm just putting it out there into the world. And, you know, if anyone fancies listening to it, that's fine. But also like equally, or equally, if they don't fancy listening to it, then we're not going to stop them from not listening to oh, it. Oh, no, I am. Oh, are uh, you? Yeah, You're going to go the, around to their house? No, the Patreon money is going towards a small private army. Oh. Yeah, um, I've learned the wrong lesson from the Metal Gear Solid series, and I'm building an independent uh, nation of uh, warrior citizens, and I'm going to use them... Is that what they were doing? Yeah, that's the whole idea behind like Outer Heaven. Um, soldiers are treated really badly by governments, and so a country by and for soldiers is a place of sort of... But like that's that's a bad idea to begin. That's with. not gonna excuse me. That's not gonna work because you need people who like gardening. Soldiers like gardening. That's they true. Just put plant seeds in their in their guns and fire them into the ground. But then, as soon as they join that nation, what stop? If you have a nation of soldiers, if they're not at war, are they soldiers? Are firefighters firefighters when they're not fighting fires? Yes, but they're receiving a salary for being prepared to do that job. Mm, they probably wouldn't be salaried. Exactly. I think you should play the Metal Gear Solid series on stream so I can watch it. would be terrible. Because there'd be a lot of you going, Aah! No, I don't like stealth games. <laughs> I hate stealth games. 
I don't like that feeling. But you're of, so sneaky. I really don't like the feeling of hiding and someone looking for me for reasons oh. of trauma, which I'm not going to go into on this podcast. Oh, no, that's less cute now. <laughs> yes, that's that's yeah. so much worse. I'm not going to go into it. No, well, don't. But, I'm no. not asking you to. Um, don't. No, no, I don't. Keep, and also, also, I'm shit at them. Yeah, that's so. the funny bit. <laughs> You can, like, put your head in a bucket and have a scream now and again, but then the rest of it you'll be like, oh, why is that man seeing me? Why have I slipped in bird poo? Why is that ice cube melting slower than that ice cube? Well, that's because it's near Can you other slip ice in cube. bird poo? Yeah, as from Metal Gear Solid 2 onwards, because you're on the um, big shell, this sort of oil rig, or what is presented to be an oil rig, spoiler warning from a game that was in 2001. And, is yeah, it not it, an oil rig? Uh, no, it's a. Um, it's, a it's pretending to thing. be. Uh, there's a there's a giant gear. Is it out at sea? It's out at it's sea. It's actually out at sea. It's not like a kind of prey thing where it's all um, doing a space. Yeah, doing a space, but yeah, it's it's a what's the word? Simulation. It is a simulation, but it's also not a simulation. Metal Gear Solid Two is genuine. You should play it. Is that the one where Raiden yeah. the Patriots and it's about it's about this podcast, which is to say. Useless information devoid of context is flooding the world and ruining everything. Very prescient piece it, yeah, of media. Yeah. To the point where they had to frantically, very quickly edit it because the Arsenal gear crashed into New York, crashed yes, into Manhattan. Yeah. And that oh, yeah. was... Um, I think I remember some fuss about that at the time. Yeah. Uh, genuinely, yeah, and, and a bird will poo sometimes and Ryden will slip in it. So if you're running away from a soldier, you can come a cropper because of bird poo. That's very funny. That's bathos, is what that is. That's bathos. a soldier will also wee on you if you're again. This is Kojima. Sam. Kojima. <laughs> um, there's a bit where you're walking on a He's ledge. A bit obsessed with bums and weeing, isn't he? I mean, hard saying, Kojima. This is very relatable content. Um, yeah, you're 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 walking on a ledge with your back to a wall, and there's a guard standing at a railing, and the guard looks around and has a little pee, and he'll he'll wee on your head which I think is a very disrespectful thing to do to the player, which I think is part of Kojima's charm. Yeah, he, he divides opinion, doesn't he? Like, some people think he's a genius auteur and some people think he's a, you know, lamentable hack. And there's no one quite in the middle who doesn't have an opinion one way or the other. I think it could be both. Yeah, that, that's what I think is interesting. I, think, I need to finish Death I think he Stranding. can occupy both spaces. He, he genuinely he's Schrodinger's a, game maker. Like, there's very interesting stuff. I, he needs... I was say, does he need an editor, or is it is it better to have stuff with like bump and padding, but still have those moments of genuine sort of surprise and delight and joy and really imaginative and inventive stuff, or is it better to edit away some of the bump and then potentially lose some of that spark? I think I think it was combined nicely in Death Stranding. I think the slowness of the cutscenes that that Kojima is known for was combined with actual gameplay in the, the, in the slow the, gameplay of traversing terrain carefully. I find it very difficult. I find it very relaxing. I, that's that's my kind of game. To to plan something ahead, very, very, you know, to plan ahead, like, with a rough idea, to, this is the route I'm going to take, but I'm flexible enough to be able to change it if I need to get there, you know. I can amend my plans accordingly. I can rewrite it on this my This feels hoof. like a dig about no, me it's not. and orders. Uh, no, it's not. It's just I find that very relaxing. I like games like um, Factorio and Civ Six and just Civilization no, generally, no, and and Four X games where I can I can think several moves ahead and I can you know I like real time strategies as well where you've got that oh I love it it's I was so relaxing say, does to this me. mean you're good at chess but you set fire to our chessboard that was an accident <laughs> no I'm I'm no good at chess because I've never really I've never really practiced 
Um, we should get the Go board out again. We should. I do like Go. And then set it on fire. My cousin used to be a chess champion for like the southeast of England. One of the listeners of, of this podcast had somebody die in front of them during a chess game. Fuck, that's a powerful winning move. <laughs> So first of all, I must say that that was that little farty sound was me trying to breathe in, but with my hand clasped over my mouth, and the air came between my fingers and sounded like a trump. But gosh, isn't it though? Knocking over your own king. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this could be feasibly true. The only way to win is not to play by dying. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it is though. Jesus Christ. That would be horrible for the, yes. for, for the person involved. And I am deeply sorry for them, but also very powerful winning move. <laughs> I'm in that kind of mood today. Yeah, you, you certainly... <laughs> gosh. I feel impish. You feel you feel impish. Yeah. No, I, I, I like chess. It's just I, I've just never taken the time to practice. I used to go to chess club at primary school. Which I know, party like a me. chess club party. Yeah. I was the culture captain of my house. <laughs> which is... In itself, is the that, most inherently bullyable phrase. It is, yeah. yeah. Is that is that a little badge they gave to the kids who, you know... Were a bit not good at were running. Were a bit not good at running. Running or catching. Yeah. Or yeah. Or, or swinging. Or, or anything. Or anything physical. But I was loud. Captain and, of the crochet team. Um, and, and slightly odd. Could you stop kicking the table, please? Oh, I, sorry, no, no that I wasn't. That does a big sound. Sorry. I, just, I didn't mean to. I wasn't um, kicking it, it's because I put my hand down. Cat's me. currently holding up a sign that says, I fully intended to kick the table. <sighs> You're not the boss of me. Fuck you, culture captain. It is so bulliable. Culture captain of my house. Did you know anything about culture? Fuck off. I'm going to say. I could do a yoghurt. I don't like, I don't like yoghurt. No, it's, you don't. It's too... Do you like a yoghurt drink? Will you drink EG a mango lassi? Nope. I love a mango lassi. I don't, I, there's some, I, the sharpness of yoghurt confounds me. Don't be, don't be smooth, but also sharp. It's very good for don't, you. Don't very do tasty. This. No, it's not tasty. I like yogurt. You, you can like yoghurt. It is not in itself Fresh tasty. fruits, some yoghurt, and a little bit of honey. Lovely. No. Take away the fruit, take away the yoghurt, squeeze the honey directly into my mouth. That's fine. Not a load of it, obviously. That'd be weird. But like an amount of it. I worry that you don't get enough nutrients sometimes. Well, you get plenty of nutrients. You know, I... I go outside, I'd lick the moss if off the I, walls. If I didn't insist on us having, e.g., healthy dinners, you would not eat a vegetable. I've eaten a vegetable in the past. I've Have you ever that... eaten a vegetable voluntarily? Yeah! I... Probably, yeah! I've eaten a, like, a you carrot. You wouldn't. It's like when I, when I was making dinner last night, I was making, right, so last night I made huevos rancheros, which was like, with a little bit of variation, you know, like, because normally it would be vegetarian, but I put a bit of chorizo in there because we had some in the fridge. And I'd, I'd done like a portion, you know, a, a sort of, you know, palm size, that's a portion. Um, and Guy came in and was immediately like, oh, needs more chorizo. And I was like, no, it's a portion. That's appropriate. We don't want one that because it's too fatty, too much processed You made meat. another bloody electric stew where if you find a bit of meat, you get a shock. That's it was what, really nice. It was nice, yeah. yeah it was, it but, it was, it but it was vegetable heavy it on could purpose. could have done with more chorizo. No, because that is unhealthy. What it did have was like lots of nice tomatoes and it had celery and potatoes and peppers and and some eggs. And I it was just, really good, but you were just like, <laughs> no, it needs more meat. I just pictured somebody actually listening to this. Because <laughs> that's going to happen. At least 30 people are going to just, just listen to you listing the instructions or the ingredients of a knockoff Huevos Rancheros while listening to me just sitting with my head in my hands. 
And that's the thing that somebody's going to do with their time and their life. Well, they're spending time with us listening to me talk about how you don't eat vegetables. I've eaten a vegetable. Yeah, but not voluntarily. I voluntarily. It's not like the... I was going to say Nasdaq. That's the stock market. If I if Ludovico I didn't, technique, if I'm but, not here, what mm, do you eat for dinner? Vegetables. I go. Bullshit. I go to the farmers market and I say, "Can I have some chard, some purple sprouting broccoli? Those carrots look nice." Um, ooh, is that this season's latest cabbage? And what you're I do, just naming vegetables. I come home. I I shred them. Do you? With my shredder that I got from JML. Really? The JML the Veggio Shred. The, the one that doesn't exist. Yeah. And then I dress them with a vinaigrette. Of a an oil that's got good cholesterol. This sounds really tasty, but and, you've never done this in your and life. And a healthy vinegar to nourish my gut biome. No, what and happens? Then I is, eat that. You, no, you 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 order Chinese, <laughs> and that's fine. But you would do that every evening. I don't. I don't think I've ever solo ordered Chinese takeout. Have you not? No, I don't think so. I think that's more of a community thing because mm. you can get a variety of dims. Some. Mm, that's true. Or pizza. Yeah, Not from the Chinese. Okay. No. Shall we? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't want to talk about... And I really don't want to talk about this, Garfield. But the thing is, I've set a timer. I've drank a pot of coffee, and that's put a time bomb in my gut guts. That's all right. You can go to the loo, and I'll talk about making Cuevas um, Ranchero. <laughs> Last time one of us went to the loo on this podcast, ghosts kicked our milk bottles over. That's true. And I can't be doing... I don't think it was a ghost. I think it was actually a delivery person. Again, how do you know? Because there was something waiting on the doorstep. Ectoplasm. A box. Of ectoplasm <laughs> in little packets. It says, please enjoy your complimentary ectoplasm. If you enjoyed this, consider subscribing to our haunting. Incidentally, this podcast is is sponsored by Woo52. Uh, it's free, just cover the cost of posting for your first box, and each week you get delivered a box of ghosts, ghoulies, spooks, and spectres. It's normally £25 a month. You can cancel any time. It also includes the award-winning spectral magazine. <laughs> Because of, of beer 52. I was going to say, Because yes. of, of like, you know, the adverts that we keep getting emails from ACAST saying, do you want to be on the ACAST podcast network? What's ACAST? You know, the um, uh, Atletico Mints, um, fucking Iron, not the Iron Fangs, uh, Top Flight Time Machine. It's one of the, the monetized podcast networks where they just stick adverts on really? between things. Yeah. Do we, we actually had emails? We've got emails from ACAST being like, Cool, do you want to do this? Like, no, no. don't sully this. We're sullying yeah. this. That's our job. Yeah, there's no adverts here. Ah. Unless it's for something deeply stupid. There is nothing wrong with Woo52. Um, the subscription. Ectoplasm. Yes. Do you know how you can get, like, face creams and serums that are made out of snails? snails. Well, not made out of snail, but made out of, like, you know... the things. Made by snails. Made by snails. For snails. For snails. <laughs> Aww. Oh, a snail with, like... In front of the mirror with a little pot of cream. They would have face cream all the way up their eye stalks. And and it would stop just by the end of the stalks. And they would have little eyelashes on their eyes. With tiny discs of cucumber. Oh my god, yes! Yes, a snail relaxing at a snail spa. Do you think they would like um, have lily pads for like little spa things? Maybe. See, I can say nice things. Oh, that's so nice. Anyway. 
Um, <laughs> do you reckon that ectoplasm would be good for that? Like, could you get ghosts to make ectoplasm? What did they for... make ectoplasm when you were like a when when you were like a Victorian? I think it was um, like like cloth. Psychic. Um, oh no, there was some goo. I'm sure. I'm sure there was some goo, but I think it was mostly cloth. Um, that the um, mediums Cloth would draped produce. in goo, like aspic. Yeah, they were because well, they did it in the dark, obviously, and then they would secrete it about themselves, mm. and then you know, and at then the secrete moment. it about the table. Yeah, and then there was sort of um, I have read about this particularly. There was a really fascinating book about the history of the presentation of ghosts. Not about the history of ghosts, obviously. It's about how ghosts are perceived, mm. and ghosts only became transparent with the advent of photography. Um, when that became possible, so you know, sightings of ghosts began to reflect the imagery of ghosts that was in popular culture and the media. Before that, ghosts were usually solid and often dressed in grave clothes or in the, you know, the sort of sack. Um, is that where the go- goats, is that where the ghosts in white sheets comes from? Grave yes. clothes, the sort of white yes. sack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Did, I did The shroud, wonder. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so the very famous Hammersmith ghost um, was in a shroud. Um, the Hammersmith was, ghost? Yeah, the Hammersmith ghost. It was a, so, oh, let me see if I can remember this right. Um, there were reports of a ghost in Hammersmith, I think it was Hammersmith, um, sort of haunting the cemeteries. Um, and it became like a big, you know, people would go out and look for the ghost and all the rest of it. Um, and it was potentially a, a hoax or something. But anyway, in the end, it ended up with a real life murder because someone went looking for the ghost, um, thought they saw it. I think they sh- someone shot at it and then it turned out it was a real person hoaxing or something and ended up, someone ended up like actually dying. Like, I've told that terribly, but go and look up the Hammersmith ghost because it was a ridiculous kerfuffle. Um, yeah, so, oh. yeah. So in medieval times, like um, they would often have a sort of skeletal appearance, or um, be you know again dressed in the grave clothes, um, and the revenants. So the idea that the the body would simply rise from mm. the the grave itself, and then you know come back to vex the living. Rise um, from your grave. Yeah, that's my impression of the start of altered beast. Yeah. So um, yeah, transparent woogie woogies and mm. little sort of you know light apparitions and things like that only really started with the advent of photography and all of the associated um uh visual anomalies which tells you it makes a lot of sense doesn't tell you much about ghosts but it does tell you an awful lot about the way that the brain works yeah and the way that subconscious perceptions color what we think we see so all i'm thinking now is i remember seeing a picture on the internet of you know the signs that people put in their yards in america um there was one that said something in this house we believe in elephants that kind of thing uh, no, it's one that said Bigfoot is real and he tried to suck my dick. <laughs> um, yeah. Which I think is very good. I think is very good. What's that got to do with ghosts, though? Well, a ghost. What is a ghost but a Bigfoot persevering? <laughs> yeah. Well, in a way, I guess. Oh, no, I want to replace Sam and Mag's Hit the Road. No, Surfing the Highway. No, Hit the Road. Surfing the Highway. Hit the Road. Surfing the Highway was the comic. Hit the Road's the game. Hit the Road was the game. With the world's biggest ball of twine. I remember my childhood in Brighton, where dear old dad would bounce me on his knee, and he'd say, son, there ain't nothing as exciting as exposing beasts to inhumanity. It's a little song that Conroy Bumpus sings. Yes. Conroy Bumpus. Con- forgotten Conroy Bumpus. It was such a good game. It was great, yeah. If you haven't so- played it, find out, just dig out from somewhere, good old games or somewhere will have it. It's really Sam good. I would replay it. It used to have to be that you'd have to like get the um, original and scum copy VM. and scum VM, yeah. But now you can usually pay. Oh, I shouldn't have. Like I or both Steam, shouldn't I have sold my copy of Sam and Max Surfing the Highway. No. And when I worked at Forbidden Planet and Sam and Max Surfing the Highway was re-released, you I should have, have bought one, yeah. a re-release yeah. copy. I'm so grumpy. Anyway, 
I'm very excited about the new Monkey Island game. Yes. I mean, excited. mind you, the Telltale Games Monkey Island games were good. I don't I think you, I you started like the, them. Yes, yeah, but I just, they, didn't, they didn't get it's, me. It, I think the good. art style really was too, it put me off. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited for this one. It's got Ron Gilbert doing it. Murray! Murray is oh, back! What'd you do? Let me move this leg because I've sat on a trouser egg. <laughs> Ah, that's better. Guy uh, Kelly sits on a bollock live on a podcast. Yes, I mean, well, technically, it was just a, a pinch of a pinch of the old dangle bag, but it could have it could have got worse before it got better. So now I've re- do you know there's a there's a counter on my stream for the number of times I've sat on a <laughs> exclamation um, mark testicle, and it will increase the count by oh one. Oh my god! I mean, it like that. It's not sort of post hoc ergo propter hoc. Like if somebody adds that to the counter, I then don't have to sit on the testicle to make the counter correct. It's more like if it's if it's notable that I've just done that, then somebody increases the counter. I don't feel like obliged to if the counter increases, then sit on a on a nut to correct it. That's that's, that's not that's not what I do. <sighs> Should we talk about Garfield? <sighs> Thirty three minutes is pretty good without even touching the first panel. Right. So in the first someone, panel, someone so I posted about this oh, on the, the on the forums. Um, and somebody said, oh, oh wow, I, I do a podcast covering um, Batman comics. And oh, we, no, but that's and, worth doing. And we get, let me finish, we get two comics in like half an hour. I'm really intrigued to see how you get an hour out of one strip. I'll definitely give this a lesson. And it's so difficult not to reply, you're going to be so very so disappointed. Because it's whatever you think it is, this isn't that. Are these the old Batman comics like that used to be in a newspaper? No, this is this about? is Garfield. No, Lord. I mean the podcast. Oh, I didn't ask. Oh, okay. I must, well, given that their username is Detective Fifty Seven, I'm assuming it's. Oh, the actual comic. I'm assuming it's the the, the flappy comic voice. I, I might actually give that a listen. That sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. um, right, first panel. Garfield is sitting whoa, whoa, at a table. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I need the loo. Sick, come on. I'm gonna have let's, to go to the loo. Let's don't threaten me with a toilet. Let, I'm going to threaten you with a toilet. Let's enter. Let's let's be, let's begin. My begin guts at the moment are very unstable. <laughs> My midsection has mm. been, as we've previously discussed, it, literally two weeks two weeks ago today. My entire midsection was very professionally was whisked. Yeah, and so everything's still a little bit, you know. Okay. So if but I just, need to go to the loo, the, the I need the, to go to for the, the loo. For the sake of the listener, let's begin rather than first panel. Let's begin like there's not a gun to our head. Let's begin like there's a bun to our I'm head. Have to go to and the we're loo. going to have a delicious bite. I'm going to have Come to go on, to the loo. Give it a go. Here we go. I'm going to describe the first panel and then I'm going to go to the yeah, loo. Yeah, but describe the first panel with some fashion of gusto. First panel. Garfield is sitting That's at there. a table. Um, oh, I no, think... you sound sarcastic now. I'm going to the toilet. God damn it, wife. That wasn't her going to the toilet. That was that was the sound of a chair <laughs> being, so being scraped um, I mean, across it. the floor. No, um, how long do you reckon you're going to be? Maybe like um, two minutes. Two minutes. I'm going to find out if Princess Anne's dead live on air. Uh, Hello, folks. Welcome to Toilet Time, the podcast within a podcast where Catherine goes to the toilet and I find out whether Princess Anne is still alive. This feels like it should be illegal. Um, Yeah, she's she's still going. God bless her. Um, Anne, Princess Royal, KG, KT, GCVO, GCSTJ, QSO. GCL, CD, to steal a joke from Cheers. Well, it's sure not spelt how it sounds. Uh, she is the second child and only daughter of Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. 
Anne is 17th in line of succession to the British throne. That's wild. Uh, and has been Princess Royal since 1987. Born August 15th, 1950. Age 71 years. Clarence House, London. Education, Hennenden School. 1963 to 1968? She was in school for five years. What? She... The, the fuck is this? She went to school at 13. And then five years... Presumably, there was some sort of private queen nanny. Like you get in a beehive or something like that. That would have rocked up and been all like, Oi, Anne, this is what uh, number is. This is how letters are. Because five, like, 13 to 8, that's, that's nonsense. Spouse, Timothy Lawrence, married, 1992. Mark Phillips, married, 1973 to 1992. Children, Zara Tyndall, Peter Phillips. Where's Tyndall come from? Lawrence Phillips? Grandchildren, Mia Grace Tyndall, Savannah Phillips, Isla Phillips, or Isla, I-S-L-A, Isla, Lena Elizabeth Tyndall, Moore. Now, because they're royals, that could feasibly be their name is the word Moore, just written in bold. Grandparents, Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, George VI, Princess Alice of Battenberg, Moore. Siblings, Charles, Prince of Wales, Prince Edward, Earl of Wessex, Prince Andrew, Duke of York, a wrongen. That obviously doesn't. No, I'm 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 provide. This is the podcast within a podcast uh, where I give a, a potted biography of the um, doings, comings, and goings of royalty. Um, right, pr- pr- Princess Anne's education began when she is was. She's thir- still alive. Yes. Um, oh yeah, that's what we were checking. Uh, began when she was thirteen and ended when she was eighteen. There must have been some sort of private nanny scenario then, rather than been, her just she being. Must have had a governess. Dropped into school age 13 and expected to learn how to. She must have had a governess. Um, good. They did funny things like that. They did funny things like that. Oh, that's better. Other podcasts edit things like this, whereas we provide vital insights to the history of the royal family while one of us um, completes toilet. Yeah. My yeah. insides feel a bit funny today. Oh, no. You're right. Yeah, I'm just. I, I'm still very easily tired. It has only been two weeks. I keep it has forgetting. only been two. Yeah, you, you only need been to, two weeks. I need to take it easy. You find it difficult yeah. to take things easy because of your nature. Well, yeah, but that some of that's good. Some of that is because like I like being active, and that's that's nice. You you know, know, I know. Like... I know you think the idea of exercise, for example, is anathema, but like I've, I enjoy I've it. I've exercised. I used to get up at half six in the morning to go to the gym. Thank you very much. Yeah, for like six months. What? I've done it for twenty years. <laughs> You've not once gotten up at half six in the morning to go to the gym. Yes, I have. Listen, if we were going to segue, it would have been, do you know who doesn't like exercise? Mm. And you'd have said... John Arbuckle. You motherfucker. I knew it. It was either going to be me, John Arbuckle, fucking Heathcliff, Princess Anne. Heathcliff doesn't like exercise, does he? Heathcliff likes the meat tank. Everyone likes the meat tank. Everyone likes the meat tank. Um, (laughs) (sighs) All right. First panel. Look, I've been to the loo now, so I can give it a bit more, you know, attention. (laughs) I'm going to look at this through the... (laughs) Um, through the lens of having been the le- to the toilet. No, through the, so hanging from the microphone stand is um, a bracelet which looks very much like internet sensation Goatsy. A Swarovski so I'm gonna, bracelet. I'm going to look at it through that. I can just picture Garfield's Why face. Why anyway, like this? Right. 
so in the first panel, I think Garfield is eating breakfast, I think. Yep. He's eating a grapefruit, basically. I thought that was a bowl of cereal. No, that's a grapefruit. Because ah. this is a this is a known this is a known um, phenomenon. That makes a lot more sense. I was wondering what why would, possible... Why would the cereal be squirting how would you, at him? Well, there might be an octopus in there. What the fuck? No. Well, an octopus is like a... You're like, not going to be eating one from a bowl for breakfast. That's well, horrible. Well, no, the, the octopus might just live there in a little bowl of milk. It might be like a therapy thing. Right. Garfield is... I don't know, do I? He's well, sitting at the table and there is half a grapefruit on a plate. Um, it looks like got, a bowl, in my defence. It does look like a bowl. It it's like yellow. Bowl. It's clearly a grapefruit, in my humble opinion. Um, he's got a spoon and he's putting the spoon into the grapefruit and the grapefruit is, of course, squirting him right in the face. Um, and his face is kind of, um, he's pulled backwards. He's got one hand holding the spoon. He's got the other hand sort of lifting off the table in surprise. His ears are pulled backwards. His eyes are tight shut. And he's got a very disconcerted and disgruntled expression on his four, face. Um, four spots of grapefruit yeah. squirt are flying behind him. Uh, the There is a jet rising from the spoon and it's hitting him just sort of like on the upper lip. I genuinely thought this was cereal. I did not understand. This has reframed. This is a bit like you're that and a buck fifty will get you a cup of coffee. Oh yes, only yeah. breakfast based. Yeah. Well, you don't really like grapefruit, do you? Uh, no, because it's fucking awful. It tastes like nail varnish remover. Oh, I like. But it doesn't get you pissed. Don't drink nail varnish remover. It won't get you pissed. It will just make you poorly. I really like grapefruit. Of course, I was you ages do. and ages I couldn't eat it because of um, SSRIs. Doesn't it also knack a birth control? Or some birth control. Don't know. So this is a legit warning. Watch out for grapefruit oh, yeah. if you're no, on absolutely. certain medications. Yeah. Additionally, charcoal-based, yeah. like charcoal-activated yes. drinks or charcoal drinks, that will absorb some medications. Medication. Yes. A whole bunch, yes. in fact. So do go careful. Always read the label. Always consult your physician, doctor, yes. pharmacist. Again, always, I wonder always, always why that's look for interactions. whether Hunter Thompson's diet included well. so many grapefruits. Or just to absorb to, some of the drugs. Either to prolong the effect or to absorb some to the, so that he didn't just have a massive overdose. Um, so Garfield, I'm going to look up grapefruit drug interactions. This is interesting. Right, the NHS says... The NHS says medicines affected by grapefruit. Statins, medicines that lower your cholesterol... Don't drink grapefruit juice if you're taking simvastatin. This is this is just for interest, by the way, everyone. This is this not does what Garfield's not constitute saying. medical advice. Welcome to Sarbones. Oh, calcium channel blockers. So things like high blood pressure, coronary heart disease, anticoagulants, anything like warfarin. You said anticoagulants in a really nerdy way there. You really like there was a real, a really adenoid. Antiplatelet medicines preventing platelets from sticking together and forming blood clots again. Um, immunosuppressants. Stuff used to treat Crohn's disease, cytotoxic medicines, so that's stuff used in the treatment of cancers. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. And then SSRIs on top of that, that's amazing. Yeah, again, this isn't medical of, advice. Yeah, No, of course not, but it's just really interesting how a lot of common standard foods have such interactions. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was a bowl of cereal and I did now not understand how or why the milk, because it's white, I thought it was milk. It's the a... milk from the cereal was getting him. But no, it's it's when it's a belligerent fruit. It's mate. when the um the pips of a of a grapefruit are burst. The pips, so, yeah, the pips of the seeds. No, that. Well, what are those? Do you little, mean the segments? No, the little packages, like the the little tiny guys. Oh yeah, what they're are they? Just, I can't remember the, the name, but they're not pips. The pips of the seeds. Are you sure? I thought they. Yes, mm, pips of seeds. Are they? Pips of a apple or pips. Of yeah, a but we're not talking about apples. Are we? Apples call, are they're a they're solid not fruit. Pips in a grapefruit. They've well, I, I, I don't know. Whatever those guys. Right in. The segments, the little bits. Not the, the segment. Segments. No, the segments are the fucking the half moons, the the stuff you get on a chocolate orange. 
That's a segment. Yeah, you'd have to look it up. And it's the little small. I know version. what you mean. Anyway, but I don't, I don't, is there even a specific word for? It? I bet there is in biology, but oh, it's it's citrus caviar, and it is in tasting menus. A few pearls of citrus caviar. Uh, it is. That's what that's what it's known as in wanker restaurants. Is that actually true? Yes. It, Fuck off! I thought you were it, making that up. Because it looks like fish eggs. It's like a little round thing. Citrus caviar. Fuck's sake! You need to go to nicer restaurants, mate. So they just give you a pile of grapefruit? No, they, of course they don't. Like that's as included in such as a dessert or recipe. Citrus you'll have caviar. Just say with grapefruit or with orange. Yeah, but that implies oh, a slice. Wanky. That implies like a segment. That's so wanky. This implies, well, it's it's nice to have nice things. It is, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, that is too wanky for me. <laughs> too wanky for you. Yeah. So anyway. Garfield is putting a spoon into a grapefruit and is shocked and astonished by... He's, he's sitting up at the table and using a spoon. And a plate. Yeah, and a plate. So, like, I think we're kind of starting to see the Garfield is no longer... I mean, previously we've seen John Arbuckle offering a bowl he's of off- food for him to eat from the floor, mm. as you would normally a cat. But here, Garfield is sitting at the table. There's using been a couple a spoon. of instances where Garfield's either been at the table or a breakfast bar. Or yeah, but has he been to... using a spoon with an opposable thumb? I don't know. Maybe this is the first. Well, there's been tool use before, I think. I'm not sure. But he's held a bottle. Oh, yeah, he's sat and. And that's, that's a tool. It's fucking weird, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Cats can't this use is... spoons. Whoa, what a wacky situation. <laughs> you crazy guy. What are you, you going to do next? Smoke a pipe? Oh. <sighs> Anyway, so, second panel. Second panel, uh, Garfield is getting his revenge. He's furious. He looks a bit like Orson Welles. He does, but yeah, he's his, furious. His teeth are set, his mouth is in a sneer. Uh, like, he's you know, snarling, the way, isn't you know he? the way Australians talk out of one half of their mouth like yeah. this? He's doing that. He's, he's snarling. His ears are forwards, his eyes are uh, sort of... What, he's got a word? furrowed brow. Furrowed his brow. eyes are, are frowning. Fra- yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's looking dead on this grapefruit, which he's the spoon is now bent at a ninety degree angle. The the bowl, the head. What's that bit of the spoon? Um, the bowl, the bit that you'd put a soup on, not the handle. The the like the those bits of a fork are tines. Yeah. The blade of a knife is a knife. The bucket of a spoon. The I scoop. Don't know. The we're idiots. I want to know now. I'm going to what, look what, that what up. What is the end what's of the, a spoon? What's the bowl bit of a spoon I, It's called? probably Maybe it be is bowl. the bowl. Um, so Name Garf- for bowl bit Garfield of spoon. is using this. So it's 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 bent in a 90 degree angle. He's using it. It's shaped oh, like a bowl. Label. Yeah, I think it is and the bowl. And he's stamping it down on top of this grapefruit. And it says chunk, 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 chunk. It is a bowl. Thank you. It's the bowl uh, Presumably the an onomatopoeic. That's him going... Yeah, he's he's whacking it against the um, unfortunate uh, as grapefruit. It's there's a nice little bit of um, a bit of bit of life, a bit of movement to this image. Uh, the grapefruit is being compressed by this action. It looks like it's being squished, like yes. something made out of rubber. There's little waggle lines to either side of it. There's lots of movement lines around the spoon. There's movement lines on top, uh, to the top of the bowl as well, to the side of the bowl. But also, as Kat says, the the grapefruit is squashed. There's movement lines to the side. Juice is flying everywhere. Garfield's arm is one of those motion blurs we've seen, and he's he's got one hand, he's got his other hand flat on the table, and he's really leaning forwards. He is yeah. giving this grapefruit what for? This is this. There's a lot of um, uncaged, unhinged violence in this panel that I find genuinely unsettling and a bit distressing. I think it's quite impotent violence. I think that's quite funny. I think it's 
Yeah, it, it's it's misplaced. You know, he's bringing his anger to bear on. I, th- an I think it lowers his status. This this yeah. particular act of violence, I believe, lowers his status. I think so. Um, which is funny because Garfield is kind of one of the he, he occupies both high, low and high status places simultaneously. Mm. Like he is the domestic cat of a household, but he also you know rules the roost. He um, has to suffer the humiliation of John providing him with cat food in a bowl. He whilst, has to be taken to the well, vets. He has to be taken to the vets, whilst also you know terrorizing the postman and eating lasagna at a table. Inside of you, there are two Garfields. I see what you're saying. I disagree. No, the doctor put them there. I asked him oh, I to see. as a, as a humorous jape. Yeah. Um, that's panel two, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's really leaning forward and going he's, for it. It's, it's quite funny. Like, I, I think I, that's I, I, not... I don't, an, there's something about his facial expression that I don't like. Do you think there's a, a genuine malice to I think there's a genuine malice to it, and I don't, I don't quite like it. I, I, I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's because I'm in a bit of a funny mood this morning. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm just not in the mood for an angry Garfield. That's that's so, fair. Yeah. And you know, if if you're not in the mood for an angry Garfield, you shouldn't be expected to allow one into your home. No. Um, Panel yeah. three, John. Again, we've we've seen this John a couple of times. This is a tired, resigned John. Is, this is a John it? who does not really have, like, well, he's he's um he's holding. So he's got one hand. Resting on the tabletop, and he's got the other kind of with his finger raised, almost in like a gesture of benediction. I, I would say um, admonishment. It's, no, it's, I, don't, I don't think he's giving him the old. No, it's not. But it, it's not. But the vis- the visual language gestures towards that idea of, of benediction. Um, and oh, I okay. keep. I see. Yeah. Given what he's saying. Given as well, what he's, he's saying. Yeah, in a kind of like he's holding his finger up in a kind of admonishing. Now there's a lesson here for us. He's quite peaceful and docile and placid okay. particularly given that facial expression which i think is informed you know supposed to be a contrast to garfield's impotent rage this is a 70s yoga instructor yeah this is somebody who's come Did out people the... do yoga in the 70s no, we're hippies apart in the from 60s. like obviously in india well yeah i i'm assuming this is um a remark like maybe something towards those those who came out of the the 60s and the sort of woodstock movement and rather than pivoting hard to capitalism and the bad drugs they tried to stay True to their ideals. Trying to stay sort of chill and, you know, all all that sort of thing. And that kind of almost, like, laudable but but mockable in the same same breath through the lens of the the late 70s. Yeah, I guess. That that might also be a reach. I don't... And I'll allow that. Yeah, I'm not... I think it's one of those things where it's ambiguous. You couldn't definitively say that that's what this is recalling. But at the same time... I think it the the placidity of his expression and the finger held up in that kind of as you say that combination of benediction and admonishment I think at the very least gestures towards that interpretation. Yeah. I think the text supports it yes. let's say even though they might not intentionally be there. But so I, I suspect that's what it's John is saying Garfield you should really learn to control your temper and Garfield He's huffing his arms about. He's really the, huffing his arms about. The plate has been smashed to pieces. So is the grapefruit. As is the grapefruit. Yeah. The spoon is nowhere to be seen. Oh, no, the spoon is there. Yeah. Uh, the spoon is all bent. Um, one of Garfield's arms is in the air f- as a fist. The other one has just crashed down onto the plate as a, also as I a think fist. we're meant to, to imagine that he's kind of bashing he's the plate. midway through. Yeah. Like uh, that guy from Mario. Mario, yes, the boom boom. Is it a boom boom? I think it's a boom boom. It's one of those guys, and he's midway through that. There's there's movement lines all over the shop, 
There's either the little droplets that are flying from him are either grapefruit or sweat, like exertion. It might be both. And he's, <laughs> he's pounding on this. Uh, he is pounding that citrusy. Um, yep, I just got the expected look from Catherine. Yes. Uh, and he's got a, he's still got the half uh, sort of mouth. There's a little he's bit furious. of teeth. He's furious. His eyes are sort of half-lidded, but in a, in a scowl. This, in, is, this is rage. This is pure yes. rage at a grapefruit. And I suppose I saw was, Rage at a Grapefruit at the Brixton Academy yeah. in 2016. Um, I think this is supposed to be, again, relatable content. It's annoying when a grapefruit squirts you in the eye. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I, I can sort of see it. But there's something about the way that it's, um, the direction that it goes in, where with John admonishing Garfield that he should really learn to control his temper. But I think goes above and it goes beyond what's necessary. I what, think Garfield's anger. I Ooh. think if this would be funnier if it were just Garfield mashing the the plate and the grapefruit and John just looking on with like a wide eyed startled expression. No, no, I that means... or maybe even no John. Remove John from the final panel. Garfield just have a close up of Gar- just have a close up of Garfield just mashing a plate. I don't know. I think I think the fact that John looks like he's yeah he's being kind of like you know chili beans lad, but he also looks like it's this isn't uncommon. This isn't news. Yeah, and I think there's something funny about that. That this this is a regular occurrence. Yeah. In the you probably also household. shouldn't feed your cat grapefruit. No, that feels like that's one of those things no. you shouldn't. There's feed a lot of cat. things that cats shouldn't eat, including lasagna. Including lasagna. Yeah, there's like. I cats should not eat onion or garlic, and I wonder mm. how many people gave their cats lasagna. That's interesting. What is Jim Davis's feline death toll? I don't want to think about it. No, that's fair because it's horrible. But also, I also it's saw Jim Davis's feline death toll at the Brixton Academy in 2016. Mm. Will you be cross if I call this episode 38 getting that citrusy squirt? Yes. Yes, I will, because it's crude. It's really crude. And I, I really hate how every single thing on the internet now has just become a race towards making a ooh, ooh comment. <laughs> oh, I'm me so horny. Fuck off. Every single fucking one of you, fuck off. Stop talking horny on the internet. Go and do it elsewhere, not in public. You and one of the Duckfeed TV boys would get along. They are, they are very <laughs> anti, anti-horny in their media. They, yes. They, they yeah. do not like... Um, receiving hornicules. No, I think it's just bullshit. Don't do it to people. Don't put it in a space where someone might be uncomfortable reading that. And that includes public public spaces. That includes Twitch channels. That includes Twitter. Includes all the rest of it. Don't make these kinds of crude comments where it might make someone feel uncomfortable because they've not given consent for that. There's genuinely a point there. I think people shouldn't do it. I think if you've curated a space where people know what to expect... That's different. If you've created a space where the expectations have been set out very, very clearly... That, yeah, and it, it's like in-jokes with friends. You know, in-jokes with friends are different. You know, I, there are people I know I can make those kind of gross comments with. But people who just put it out into social media with no warning... Is this no like warning, a warning about... Just, is, yeah. is this about parasocial behaviour? Is this it's about partly parasocial behaviour. Is this about I, making assumptions and, and being over I think, it's, I think it's about... Yeah, I think it's about that. It's like when you sometimes put something out on Twitter and it, you know, it goes wherever... Um, and people will reply with like needlessly horny comments. It's like, fuck off. Who Who gave you permission to do this? I certainly didn't. Don't do this in a public space. It's it's unseemly and and gross and yeah. Okay. I just don't no, like I, it. I, I, I can agree with you there. I think yeah. I think we're coming at it from slightly different angles because my experience of 
being a boy on the internet is going to be wildly different to your experience yeah. of being a girl on the internet. And that's yeah. completely fine. Boodly boo says an email. I think, I think that partly has something to do with it. It's the power dynamic. In it. Yeah. There's something completely different about two women on the internet, for example, um, who are like, you know, having a bit of a joke, horny conversation, particularly if they know each other, you yeah. know, like, yeah, that's completely different. But when a man in particular, you know, responds to someone... That can change that, the tone. That changes the tone and changes the dynamic and it's unpleasant and, yeah. and horrible. And even, and even then, actually, you know, when everyone's sort of... You know, if everyone's piling in and it's clearly a joke, you'd be like, oh my God, that's disgusting stuff. But it's it's meant in a kind of like, you know... It, it's a different vibe. Whereas I think the this constant horniness in communications, particularly when it's unwarranted, unbidden, and, and there's no consent for it, is... It, it's part of what makes the internet such a gross place sometimes. It's it's an extension of Gamergate. It's an extension of that kind of... Uh, um, I'm not... It, it is. It's an extension of the power dynamic that seeks to control women in particular through um, uh, sort of sexual content. I, I would say that's certainly an element of it, but I also think... People are that, gross as well. You know, people are gross. I, I would say that some people, again, partly because parasocial behaviour is very difficult, or parasocial relationships are difficult to navigate, and also people might think that, not that they're entitled to do something, but that what they're doing, they might they might not be aware of or see the sort of additional repercussions. In the same way that somebody like making a joke reply to a tweet might think that they're the first person to have done that, but the tweet that they're replying to will have had... 25 variations why, of that same joke. Which is why they're still responsible. Because it's well within their gift to look through the responses, see whether someone else has said that, and then go, you know what? I am not going to post. No, that that, that is also true. Yeah, they, so they... I, I don't buy that. I don't buy that kind of... If someone doesn't know the rules, they shouldn't play the game. Because the risk of being horrible and gross is too much. If, you know, don't, don't reply in a kind of seedy, um, you know, just overly horny way to someone if you don't know how that person's going to respond and if you don't know them well enough to know how they're going to respond just it, don't do it is there a difference between crass and horny in this distinction i think they're two sides of the same coin really yeah okay yeah, yeah definitely i think i genuinely genuinely think this i think you know if in doubt simply do not post <laughs> it's easy it's really easy to do just don't do it it is impossible to yeah. not post yeah it's like they talk about in um, Top Flight Time Machine about the you know the zoom in wankers when you post a picture on social media and someone like ignores the so you post a picture of a cat and then you'll always get a zoom in wanker who looks at the photo oh I think you've got that on your bookshelf or oh that pointing on the wall is looking a bit dodgy or yeah fuck off <laughs> you don't yeah. need to zoom do in this. wankers yeah zoom in wankers horny wankers not in that sense all of you just do not post do not post. Um, in the meantime, I've been considering what it would look like if Hakaho had a tiny set of stilts made. Oh! Like, uh, maybe with long matchsticks. Yeah, she could um, put them on and then clamber and up then, her like, leaves. And then, like, totter about. Hakaho is a spider for, so for new listeners. No, factually incorrect. Do you have anything else to say about this? No, I don't know how I got onto that. I was just... uh, it's because I said something about citrusy. Yeah, and then I said, no, let's not, because that's yes. putting it out there in a gross way. Let's just not do it. Yeah. Um, no, oh, I don't. Now you've I, told me not to. I just, I just don't like it. I don't no. like this one. Also, I don't like the way the spoon gets bent, so it looks like a ladle. Who eats a like grapefruit with a ladle? Well, I don't think I he think... does eat a grapefruit with a ladle. I think he's no, deformed it's, it's, the spoon. Yeah, through it's his, which, which we can see in the last panel in that the the yeah. handle of the spoon is also it's warped. it's through violence. It's through yeah. violence. Um, and Gar- very, I... he does need to control his temper. Yeah, he really does. He does. Garfield needs to not post. 
Yeah. Yeah. I quite I quite like it. Like I don't I, I think it's a solid five out of ten. Like, yeah, I'd go for I, that. I think I really like the the dynamism of Garfield in the third panel. Like the the huff in his arms. Yeah, about, I, that's quite that's funny. Like yeah. it's a real thump, 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 thump. Yeah. That's... Like a like a toddler tantrum knocking over a series I of I couldn't imagine um the um the new Garfield, the Garfield as we know him now. I couldn't imagine the way that Garfield is drawn. I couldn't imagine the way that modern Garfield is drawn being free enough and dynamic enough and flexible enough. Yes. Um, I don't think expressive enough. Yeah, and expressive enough to convey this. Yeah. And therefore I'm gonna give it some points. No, that makes sense. Um, however, our if you read it backwards, does it make sense test doesn't work because there is a linear flow of time here that can't be undone. Yeah, but he does learn to control his temper. If you so, read it so what you're saying? So, like, he he's then given a new grapefruit, yeah, and he's like, okay, potentially he's just patting it gently rather than trying yeah. to squash yeah. it. Yeah, he's still really and angry then, about it. Then in the the third panel, which is of course the first panel, his eyes are closed in a very peaceful. This is happening to me. And I might as well I'm, just. I'm, yeah, I'm, cope, leaning, I'm yeah. leaning back. But I'm it's leaning happening in. To me, yeah. Just. I I will get some grapefruit out of this. So it does work. Ugh, not as much. Let's have a look at the comments. <laughs> Well, there's so many of them. Yeah. Do we have to? I like to. Your says he bit. eats fruit. It's so boring. <laughs> it's so boring. Uh, Angel Princess seventy two over ten years ago says Garfield shouldn't take his anger out on a bowl of food. There is a reply, and the reply reads: I think it's a grapefruit, not a bowl. It's on a plate, though. Thank you, Vulo the Face Borrower Premium. I don't, I don't know why we're assigning, like, we're, we're attributing these. What do you mean? I, I, genuinely, this part of the podcast where we read the the forum comments makes me want to throw things out of a window. That's why this is one of my favourite books. I hate of it. it. It's so it's, boring. Yeah, it's great. Like it's it? the kind of boring of like being forced to go round like furniture showrooms when you're eleven years old or look at caravans. Oh god, the oppressive heat of it. Yeah, yeah. Looking at a caravan showroom when you're eleven. This is this is what this section is to me. R. Tucker 913, about 10 years ago, says, why does he want to eat a grapefruit? M.I. says, yes, he should. Derek is for God, says one of my favourite ones. Rascal Garfield, about eight years ago, says, I can imagine Garfield in the third panel saying, wah, stupid grapefruit. Why, 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 Gar? It's so fucking obvious. (laughs) Every single one of these people should not have posted. This is why I like reading the comments. Not only does it deliver to you tremendous psychic damage, <laughs> you, you gain insight. I have gained insight. And your frenzy meter <laughs> yes. builds. Um, but it's also a nice... Um, it, it juxtaposes it nicely with with what our podcast has been. It's it's all horseshit. It's just from different arseholes, Catherine. Luke0457 says, Yep, Garfield will never learn. Catherine? No, I don't want to. Oh, no, but there's six replies. Arlingo Comics Super Mega Neutral User Savior says, what is he doing? There are six replies. The first one begins all in caps, all in bold. Zuluite 19 says, destroying the grapefruit. I have no idea. Says Midashi 16. In the second panel. Says Arlingo Comics Super Mega Neutral User. Making the grapefruit pay for its crimes against humanity. Says Greymane eight months ago. I used context clues. Garfield tries to scoop the fruit out of it. 
first attempt, the juice squirted into Garfield's face. The second, the possibly plastic spoon, bended in his attempt. Now, I will say, RL in Go Comics bracket Super Mega Neutral user close brackish hashtag save UA about eight months ago. You were doing quite well until you said the plastic spoon. A plastic spoon would shatter. This is clearly a metal spoon. What? Unless it's like thermosoftening plastic and he's hitting this to the extent that it heats the spoon and allows it to bend. It's a metal spoon that's bending. You've, you've, you've gleaned everything else from context clues, yet you, once again, these commenters fall at the last hurdle because they don't even try and jump. They just run into it, crotch first, no. and fall over. Greymane says, my comment was funny. Hey, hey, Greymane. Greymane, no, it wasn't. No. No, it wasn't Greymane. In no possible world was saying that Garfield is making a great pay for its crimes against humanity, even remotely, to be considered. I I didn't even smirk. I didn't... I, no, Greymane. Carry on, I'm so bored with these comments. Mr. Sock Sock says once again, hashtag boycott raisins. Uh, 172009 says, nice picture, smile. Weird. Carmine Bazile says, John's eyelids are uncoloured. Panel 3. Which I think is a code, like a sleeper agent has just yeah, been another, awoken. I think we've discussed that before, haven't mm. we? The Manchurian candidate somewhere. Doug Lover twenty six says, "What is that?" So there's a lot it's, of people having your problem. And they don't recognise a grapefruit. <laughs> I wouldn't recognise a grapefruit if it jumped out. We've at me. seen grapefruits growing on a tree in Cyprus. We have. That was nice. Warriors Fire Star versus Scourge: The Ultimate Battle seven months ago says, "How does that even happen?" Uh, one nub says Garfield is so strong he bent the bowl. He, he thinks it's a bowl. It's not a bowl. It's a grapefruit. Oh, I thought he meant the plate. Yeah. He thinks uh, it's a great. He thinks it's a bowl. It's not. Kane Crow six eight nine adds genuinely nothing to the world by saying grapefruit and Garfield had the same first letter. How can they be enemies? These people can vote. They probably don't. They probably don't. Future Wolf says cats should not eat grapefruit. You know uh, what? Yeah, yeah. I'll, no, no. I'm down with that. Yeah, that's the only comment that's made any sense in this entire section. Yeah. Garfo Eld Fan says, Oh, Auntie Angel, there's no technique like grapefruit. What I the fuck does that mean? I think that's horny posting. Oh, I think that is... Stop horny posting. I Just stop it. that is related Everyone stop it. to a YouTube video. Everyone stop it. It's, what it's, I think it's unwelcome is. and unwarranted. And it immediately turns whatever online conversation is happening into just a swamp. Into a race for the into bottom, a, so to a speak. a race for the bottom. Are yeah. you saying people should get out of your swamp? Yes. They shouldn't produce the swamp in the first place. Cookie1371 says, I didn't know he ate fruit, and that's the last comment. Oh, thank fuck for that. What a nothing. What a... Oh. Hey, do you know what comments are nice to read? Comments on our Patreon. Oh, that's nice. Have we got comments on our Pe- Patreon? Yeah, people like actively talk on it, and oh, I sometimes reply. Sweet. And at some Aww. point, we should feasibly reply to them. Um, but did you know, Catherine, that we have a Patreon? I did know that we have a Patreon. What does it do? Um, people can just give us like £3 a month to make us do this. <laughs> Which, considering how much I hate doing the comments it, section it, it in is particular, a violence. is well, it's... It's necessary, because otherwise I simply would not do this. So you can support this podcast if you enjoy it by going to <laughs> patreon.com slash idlmpodcast. There are currently three tiers. The first is £3 a month, which gets you early release episodes, and soon we'll get you um, two extra episodes a month. We'll get round to doing them soon. £6 a month gets you an, those d- things, as well as an essay each month, which normally happens 
or at least yeah, it's happened we've had, once. We've had one. And we've I'm, had one, but then I'm Kat really got sorry very poorly. About, yeah, there was, there's been some there'll, some medical issues. There'll there'll be additional content for six pound backers. We'll yeah. Get oh, there'll be there'll be lots of additional content, and I'll backdate it as well. Oh gosh. So yeah, no, and I'm then, really sorry. If about you're that. Jim Davis, you can contribute ten thousand pounds a month, which honestly is nothing to you. Money means nothing to you, Jim. Give us ten thousand pounds a month. You could change our lives. Yeah. Jim Davis. That'd be nice. Could buy a house. Uh, two people who weren't Jim Davis but have supported us and so are better than Jim Davis uh, that we'd like to thank. The first is Barry Griffiths. Thank you very much, Barry. Thank you, Barry Griffiths. And mm. we'd also like to thank Stuart Young. Thank you, Stuart Young. Thank you, Stuart. Um, That's very good of both of you. Also, Louis D. Strong yes, for supporting thank you, Louis us Strong. on yeah. Patreon. If you'd like to support us but not in a physical sense, Cool. Yeah, like ratings, ratings and reviews. Ratings and reviews are good. We're, we're on Spotify. It feels a Apple bit podcast, disingenuous podcast, and really cheeky asking people to rate and review this after we've just given them an hour of complete horseshit. I think it's good horseshit. <laughs> I, no, I think some of this has been worth listening to. It's I've nice been, to sit down and talk. I've, no, I've enjoyed doing it. It's, yeah. it's honestly, it's, it's nice to sit and play. It's just nice. nice to sit and be silly. Yeah. Um, this is a lovely um, excuse to do it. Yeah. But like Kat says, if we didn't have the, the fiscal goad of letting people down who'd given us £3, <sighs> we'd put this off for months at a time. Just because there's always something else to there's do. There's always other stuff going on, yeah. Um, you can email us your thoughts at idlmpodcast at gmail.com. Have we had any emails lately? Uh, no, it's just Acast. I really want some emails about Garfield. Emails about Garfield, please send them. Email us about Garfield, if even if it's just stream of consciousness. If you've listened to this podcast and have not or, looked at the comic. it doesn't have to be about Garfield. You can email us about anything that we've talked about yes. on the podcast. If you've listened to this podcast and you've not looked at the comic, please draw it and then tweet it at us at IDLM Podcast over on Twitter. Because um, it's always... It's a really couple funny. of people have it's been really doing good. that. Oh, I, should, I should have double-checked the name of the person who did it, but one person's it's, done it at least twice. It's really and we, good. Quick, tell people where they can find us while I find the name um, of that person and read it out in order so to provide a bit of incentive. Twitter, um, I, mine's not really worth following. Um, I'm at Wangleberry, but I don't really post anything of value. Um, Guy is at Brain Mage. He does, um, so he's probably worth yeah. following. Um, he also does Twitch streaming at twitch.tv forward slash Brain Mage. So like around about one o'clock every lunchtime the, the UK lovely, time, he does crosswords. Welcoming, friendly, yeah. friendly crowd where it's we, a nice bunch. where the air's a bit blue, but at no point is any kind of hate speech or bigotry or. It's a nice. It's tolerated. a nice bunch. Yeah. Uh, Ian Fletcher, Stupidity Vortex on Twitter has tweeted two different drawings. They were brilliant. You've, you've yeah, seen I've that seen one. that one. That um, one's really good. The one of Garfield from last week climbing really on top good. of the ceiling is really, yeah. um, really folks, good. Folks, please draw what you think the Garfield would look like. It genuinely delights us. I think that's about it. Admin yeah, voice. Um, Catherine, do you have anything to say? Um, no, but have a lovely day, everyone. Have a lovely what, day. Whatever you're doing today. Uh, how do you feel about Mondays, Catherine? Uh, I don't like them. 